What is happening, everyone? And welcome back to the Republic of Players podcast. This is episode 13. With me is the usual crew for a change. We don't have any special guests on, but we're all special, so we're going to hit you with a show anyway. We have Paddy Toner. What's happening, Paddy? All right, Ron. How are you? I'm good, man. We have the Platinum Jack, as always. All right, everybody. Trying to Platinum some weird game, as usual. <laughs> and Fano, how are you doing, Fano? Well, I, I didn't consider myself special until a couple of seconds ago, but I'm pretty good. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the fact that you're very special, Fano, what games have you been playing? Special games have you been playing? <laughs> I haven't got a clue where to start. Uh, what have I been playing recently? Uh, Resident Evil Cove Veronica X. That, that's been one of the ones that I've just been trying to you know plod through, take it easy, enjoy it. And then I forgot that I had no rounds in my guns and I got killed by the tyrant on the plane. Oh, nice. That's how that went down for me. Uh, what else have I been playing? I don't know. Dead's Gambit, Dead Cells, all the same games I was playing beforehand, but more aggressively. So what, you're running, trying to get a platinum on those games? or? Uh, well, not uh, trying to get platinums. I'm trying to do the plus ones and stuff, um, just to see what like kind of how it scales or what's different. Or I also found a whole section of Dead's Gambit that I haven't seen before, so, so that, that that's, uh, that's a new one. So we talked last, the last time on the show, it's been a while now, but we talked about I wasn't really getting into Death's Gambit. Now I have played it and I played a good chunk of it, but I would still consider Dead Cells a very special game this year where Death's Gambit is, it's a great one of those games, but I just feel like Dead Cells is a little bit more special. Um, the animation, the the run, the, the runs that you do, obviously the, the fact that it's um, roguelite, and that game just speaks to me a lot more than Death's Gambit. I don't know why, but it just does. I know you're you're the opposite, aren't you? Yeah, I am 100% the opposite. I just think it's the fact that there's there's more to it. There's more story to it. If Dead Cells was a longer game, um, like what they're doing, what they, their actual way of making a game is nicer than the way that Death's Gambit's made. Okay. But if they were to do the same thing, if they were to go around and have a story and stuff and put everything kind of into context, instead of you've just got one life, one run, you start again. Um, I think if if you're not patient with Dead Cells, it gets very repetitive very quickly, whereas with Death Gambit, you can always go a different direction. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But I also think that that has something to do with the genre. Like, you you would consider the games very similar, but the two of them are a completely different genre. Um Dead Gambit is not a roguelike, and obviously you you get to a checkpoint, you save it there. Where Dead Cells, it's not trying to be anything else. It knows it's a roguelike, and it's you know one death and you're gone. But I feel like with with Dead Cells, it gave me the same feeling as Rogue Legacy, where you feel like you're getting better and better with each run. And I don't know. I think it's it might be a little bit um, unfair to compare the two. But it's because they came out at such a close time and they are obviously side-scrolling with Metroidvania style. Um, they're obviously always going to be comparable. For me, Dead Cells, hands down. It's one of the my games of the year, actually. I, I really enjoyed Dead Cells just for, for everything. Neither one of them have Enten on Bloodstained. Just keeping it there, by the way. I'm just going to throw it in there again. Um, you have to show me that game. We'll talk it's a little bit later it's, it's, about that. It's, it's, it's my game of year. We'll talk a little bit later about uh, what we're going to be doing at the stream, but we might sit down and check that thing out during the during the stream. Um, Paddy, what have you been playing? Okay, Fortnite. It's it's still awesome a year later, lads. Just get back in and play. Come on, we'll all have a game. So I was telling that. My son, and I have a video recorded, he actually uninstalled Fortnite off our system, both PC and PlayStation. Um, uh, he'll, be, he'll be back for the next season. He'll be he back. Possibly, look, he possibly will be back. And the great thing is it's free and it's always there. But I seen him get so sick of it the last couple of weeks. And he just moved on, basically. He just wanted to try something new. And he was like, I don't want to yeah. play that game anymore. Can we uninstall but, it? Now, I that's think... not to say that it's a dying game, but no, no. It, I think this house are, it is. They're... I think they're very good at the the change in the game. Like every week, they they added a new cling. What is it called? The like a Batman clinger thing that you clip on and you jump over, and then you have a. All oh, right. They took out. They took out a gun, a barrel gun, like a machine gun, because all the community was giving out about. Now I wasn't. I I didn't really care. I thought it was alright. It was changing the game away from shotguns, and a lot of people, as a coach would say, it was meta. 
and he was going nuts. He hated it. But like, <laughs> I think like it's either adapt or die. I don't understand why. Like Ninja came out and said that he didn't want that gun anymore, and they they got rid of it. But like, I know it's good and it's bad that they're listening. It's good to listen to the community, but I think it's good that they uh, they try different things all the time and they're trying to change the game and keep the keep the community alive. I yeah, mean, if they're, if, they're, if they're listening, Epic Games, just get rid of shotguns. That's all I ask. Yeah, but if you got rid of shotguns, that'd be it. That'd be the game, wouldn't it? I mean, that is the game. It's like they're a Gears of War developer, so they're kind of keeping on the same the same thing. We're adding different mixes and stuff. But like, I still love the game, to be honest. <laughs> no, I, I can totally appreciate that game. And I do. I love the way they have their seasons set out. It makes it feel, even though it's the same game and it's the same map, they do enough changes that it does feel yeah, so fresh when a new season comes they're along. Constantly, they're constantly changing little bits in the map. And it makes such a difference to wh- who's landing where. Like, they had, um, like, Tilted Towers was a long time, was was where everyone was landing. That, and still is. It's, it's not as many people land there anymore. But they've changed another place in the map, uh, Paradise Palms. You can land there now, and it spreads out to people. It makes the game so different every time you go back. Every week, I know it's it's horrible to see the update every week, but like I think it's worth it. This is just like a, a, a invitation for our viewers. If you're looking for Paddy, you either go to Tilted Towers or Paradise Palms. He's in one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the game. I get it. That's all I'm saying. Have you been playing anything <laughs> else, Paddy, or is it just strictly Fortnite? Uh, no, I was playing in another game that I used to play years ago. It's called Imperial Glory, and that is uh, I got it on Steam. It was like uh, six quid, but it, it's it was on the PC, and basically it's a strategy game. Okay. And you uh, you start off in old Europe, and you can pick between all the old European countries, and I usually go with Britain because it's a it's a little island. It's great to. You have to what you have to do is make uh you build up your armies and you build up trade routes and you can make like uh you can make agreements to be, be on someone's like war team or whatever like that there and you basically go up through the generations through the times like the stone age the metal age the the bronze age or whatever like that there and you it's basically like age of empires kind of style game is it is it turn-based or is it actually yeah, turn-based yeah it's turn-based so, so more like, kind of save is it i was gonna say like save yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. Until it's the Mongolians come after you. I've completed the game like three times, but I keep going back to it. It's just one Is of the games you can sit. Yeah, it's on PC. Yeah, it's very good. Like you, you can waste a few hours and even watch it telly at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, do you yeah. Know, kind of games, passive, passive games. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name? Strat- what's the name again? Imperial Glory. Imperial Glory. Nice. Yeah. Platinum Jack. Here we go. What uh, what sort of torture are you putting yourself through this week? I'm still putting myself through the torture that is Digimon World Next Order. I am still at it this two weeks later. Okay, so <laughs> tell us what the story game. is with that game. Because that's the type of game that I used to go into a video store and see it on the shelf and go, will I, will I? And I never did because it just I was never a Digimon fan. I always obviously compared it to Pokemon, but I always went the Pokemon route rather than watch Digimon. So tell us exactly what you do in this game. Basically, with Digimon World, is you've got two partner Digimon. You get no more, you get no less, you've always got two. And you have to train them up, Digimon, and the usual stuff. But in the space of at the maximum without uh, making it longer is 20 days. They survive 20 days in game time, then they die, but they get reborn as baby Digimon. So you have to train them up again. Oh, dear God, that just sounds like torture. Why do you do it to yourself, Jack? The game is really good. I can't really say anything bad about it. Like at first, I was getting really frustrated with the mechanics because I wasn't training them fast enough to keep them alive just that small bit longer. But now that I've gotten used to the mechanics and everything, I can actually keep them alive for the full 20 days. And if I want to, I can actually extend that on by however much I want to if I do certain ways around it. Like I think I'm on chapter four of five and I've got 60 odd hours put into it. Oh my God. I think there'll be some broken controllers, headsets, and everything else from that. Like, <laughs> no, there's not no, that just... much time in a week, like, just to sit down and do that. Jack, you need to be streaming. Like, you're, you might as well get some out. We don't have a company. <laughs> oh, there's another one dead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, that usually happens. I could just walk it along, and then all of a sudden, it just teleports me back to the hometown saying, Oh, yeah. Lived a good life. Here you go. Here's your new one. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not now. <laughs> oh, Jack. Uh, 
It's Keep on calling, Jack. We believe in you. You'll you'll get that platinum after maybe a hundred hours of of playing that fortress. What are you playing, Ronan? Um, I have been playing the game Scum, which uh, I believe is the greatest name a video game has ever gotten. But um, <laughs> have you ever seen the Have you ever seen the movie? No, I've never seen the movie. No, don't watch it. <laughs> Paddy, could you say the movie is scum? <laughs> it's scum. Oh, Jesus. It's about a, a borstal in England. It's just horrible. <laughs> so scum is, it's a Croatian developer has, has developed this game, but it is being published by Devolver. Um, now, Devolver done games like Hotline Miami and did they do Broforce? Um, yeah. Yeah, so they're 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 well known. I was wondering where it came up before, and we we're talking about Broforce a lot. Yeah, um, it. so it's it's literally just a survival game. Anyone, we actually talked about this game when Nadine from Massapair Gaming was on. She mentioned Daisy, and it's a polished Daisy. You're dropped into this world. It just take the same map in Fortnite, but multiply it by about five. And that's the map you're dropped into. You have nothing. You start off as a prisoner with just a couple of claws on. You can rummage through the ground, get rocks, create a stone knife out of two rocks. You can cut trees down to create spears. You can go hunting. There's also zombies in the game. And the amazing part about it is there is government buildings like bunkers. And you have to get by these big mech robots that can basically kill you on site if they hit you once you're dead and you get into these government buildings you go underground into the bunkers and you find a crap load of loot and then you try and get out and you set up camp and and uh, put storage in put uh, all the loot into us into a storage if you're killed all your loot gets taken away unless you have it stored um me and actually uh kush are playing it um fairly yeah. regular actually we've been playing it the last couple of nights the two of us have built up a shitload of, st of uh guns and weapons and we're camped out beside a prison and we're doing nightly runs into the prison to get as much loot as possible and get out last night just uh just real quick i went in i had a crap ton of loot got more filled the backpack up and when i was heading out i got shot by the mech and i couldn't get my loot back and my whole game went from being king of the world to back to the very start of having nothing so you get one die basically um, you don't respawn. You you do you respawn, but you respawn with nothing, um, and that's kind of the joy of it. That's where the the tension comes in. I I think they've done zombies in such a great way that great way that if you shoot a gun, they will be attracted from probably maybe a mile away. So you can just hear the zombies coming if you're in one of these um, compounds and you you shoot your weapon off. You can hear the zombies literally running for you. So it's it's really good. I didn't think it grabbed me as much as it did. I met up with the guys from Massive Pair. We're on their server. Shout out to them. And they actually went to a trip to Portugal this weekend to meet up and uh, ask would I go. So uh, thanks to those. But obviously I'm I I don't have enough money to go to Portugal to meet. I actually to meet downloaded. I downloaded um, the game. Uh, I downloaded Scum and uh, it, my laptop won't run it. Well, it does run it. But it just looks crap. Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that's one for you, Fano. After getting the new laptop, grab that oh, game. Oh, it's yeah. Super. Uh, it's really fun. And uh, me and Kush can sort you out with a, a few weapons when you jump in. So that's basically what I've been playing. Um, we will move on to news because the news is pretty jammed this week. The uh, the first bit of news is Nintendo Switch nears five million sales in Japan. Is anyone really surprised about about that number? I'm not surprised by it, but like it's just, it's just Japan alone. Like Japan isn't yeah. a massive country, so like it's just like the actual like the fact that it's so portable and stuff. Like the Switch was always going to do really well in Asia. Like the Vita, the Vita is massive over there. Um, so the Switch yeah. was obviously going to follow suit, but at the same time, it's only been about a year. True. Like like they haven't released that many major titles to attract people. The Switch well, has done phenomenally well. Yeah. Well, I. I can somewhat disagree to that. And the reason why is because they're bringing in third-party games to fill the gap where they're not bringing the first-party games out. You had at the start a very packed release where you had Zelda, you had Mario. Um, yeah, but Zelda and Mario Kart are, are both Wii U games. Yeah. They're Wii U. Okay, so what exclusive do we have for Mario that? Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. 
Um, but I, I feel like in between the the big Nintendo games, you have games like um, Skyrim was pretty huge on it. You're getting Dark Souls is coming to that system. Uh, Doom is meant to run phenomenal. I think it's a good system for an all-round um, um, catalogue of games. I think the it's, games on that is, there, there's, a lot, there's a lot to play on it. The versatility <laughs> with it is, is amazing. Um, I also just announced this week as well. They, they, has anyone seen the Pikachu, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee Switch? Yeah. That yeah. This week as well. like that, if they did 5 million before they released that, like this, that's going to be huge. Just as a, as a collector's item on its own, it's going to sell out. Yeah, but the, a Pokemon collector's item always does well. Like the, If you get the Nintendo 64, the Pokemon Nintendo 64 now boxed, it's worth like 150 to 200 quid yeah. today. That's people just go mad for Pokemon. <laughs> they absolutely love it. But that's it. Like, like the Switch is doing well without having Pokemon, without having Smash Bros. Like these are the two things that are going to come out soon, and they're going to bring it to that next level. Like it's going to like, like remember like the first year of the Wii, and it like everybody had a Wii or it was like on everyone's list. Wii well, was the best marketed uh, game thing console ever. <laughs> everybody it, like, had one. Everyone's going to have a Switch now because Pokemon's finally out on it soon. Like, you know what I mean? Well, That's I, what everyone's... Everyone was putting up. And I know for a fact that even, like, people in the group and stuff have said to me, ah, like, I'm going to wait till Pokemon comes out. Like, it's happening. It's, everyone is going to buy a yeah. Switch soon. But I think the Switch is, like, an overpriced handheld. Get out. But it is, like... It's basically an overpriced handheld. Like, it's very expensive for, for what it is. But the Play quality of games are, you know, AAA quality games. It's not like you're getting these handheld experiences. Um, yeah. The games that are coming out are are, are great. I, think, I, I, I just think the Switch is a bit overpriced. For Paddy, what you can play Fortnite on it. Yeah, I know that, but I, I just think it, I still think it's just still a bit overpriced. Like it's keeping its price high as well. It's about time to start coming down a little bit. You know what I mean? What price is it at the moment? It's three hundred quid. That's expensive for that for a handheld. That's fallen though. No, three hundred. That's but well, it's been around that for a while. But like I don't know if you're going to spend four hundred quid on an, an Xbox One or a PS4. It's lots in, especially because it's handy. Like this handheld, the portability side of it is actually a big selling price for selling point for. It. Like, yeah. So, like, I don't know. You're getting you're getting seven twenty p games on on the go. You're getting ten eighty when it's docked. I mean, it's not it, everything else is doing the exact same, except for you can take this out and bring it around with you. Yeah, I suppose. But like, like I would say, we go back to like in Japan, like it's going to always Nintendo is always going to sell well over there anyway. hundred oh, percent. Massively, like they're they're mad about. So. Moving on to EA, um, big news in the gaming industry the last couple of weeks. EA have kindly donated one million to the victims of the Jacksonville shooting. Now, we had a, a talk about that shooting on the previous show. Um, very sad, and it, it was a horrendous thing. But EA have stepped up, and they are creating this fundraiser, plus they're going to be donating money towards the family, the families. And we had a discussion on the on the community, I think it was last, I was it last week or two weeks ago, where someone got very snappy and said, oh, look, EA trying to play the good guy and this, that, and the other. To me, it doesn't really matter what, what they're trying to do here. What matters is um, peace and, and you know, every bit of support to the, to the families of those victims. It doesn't matter what EA are doing. What they're doing is the right thing uh, to do. They're trying to support what happened. They've also cancelled all events um all madden events for the rest of the year to obviously take a look at the security situation which um again some of the victims families are suing because the neg negligence of the security and um they're taking a look at, at everything which is which is a right move as well if you ask me any any um Important, that guys. I don't get why these families are suing EA. Like EA is donated a million dollars to the families of the victims who were killed. Blah blah, blah. and you can say that's them covering their backs. And they don't, they don't have to do this. It's technically not their fault that this happened. It's the venue's fault for not having security. The venue pays for security. I really don't agree when you're saying it's the, the up to the venue. Whoever was hosting the event, it yeah. was up to them to provide security. But if, if you like, pay for a venue. No, like I like you pay for venues. I pay for venues, and you have to provide your own security. And it's up to them to bring. I, I'm not. They should like it's in the middle of America. It's about in Jack Jacksonville. There's been shootings there before. They should have people there 
like checking bags and ch- like, I'm not saying frisk people. I don't know how far to go, but it's a very dangerous place to live. Mm. And like if you're going to be in, especially the, the, the venom that there's beyond in them kind of events where people are throwing tantrums for losing things like that there, your man wasn't mentally well, which is another it's a complete different topic, but they need to provide security and let these people know that they're safe and their kids are going to come home alive. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Paddy, but I also think that it, and this is horrible to say, but it takes an event like this, like in, in the gaming industry, this is the first time this has ever happened. And it usually takes an event like this for organizers of events like this to say, okay, this is not going to happen again. It was a horrible thing that nobody, like none of us or or anywhere in the world, whether it's America, whether it's Ireland, would ever think that a player, a, a pro gamer, would shoot up a couple of his mates because he was he lost the game like i mean you can talk about security all you want you can talk about the rapid response not being quick enough but i mean i don't know if any of you ever fired a gun before i have it takes a very short amount of time to get you could get 30 bullets out there if if depending on the gun in a very short amount of time and to say the security yes the security has to be upped but i think what ea are doing by cancelling the events and taking a look at at obviously the whole organization of the events to make sure it doesn't happen again you just have to give it to ea they've been in the the bad books for a long time they really put their hands up and said we're sorry this shouldn't have happened and they're they're actually taking the full blame for it when i i still think that technically there's there's more than them to blame for this now but like i'd say it when you put it into perspective the exact same the exact same day myself patty and jack were at celtic throwdown in a hotel in dublin yeah, and none of us would have expected anything like that either. You know, I mean, like, that could have, that could have been where that happened. It's a different world over there, but like, it, like the likes of saying people they're going to get sued. Like people are going to get sued over there. It's the way it is. Like, uh, people, somebody has to take responsibility. I know it's horrible to say that the, it's it shouldn't be the EA or the management or that there, but it, someone has to take responsibility for it. And unfortunately, it's not the man that's like that killed himself after. It's it's going to happen. Like. Yeah, it happened. It happened here. It would happen anywhere. Some like if like if you sat there and it was your brother or your sister or anything that got killed, you'd be angry and you'd be doing anything you can to try to get the anger out. I maybe not the right way to go about, but that's the only way they can they can do it, I suppose. Yeah. No. It's a it, look. It's a really it's a really delicate situation. Again, our thoughts and prayers go out to all families affected. And we hope that it is sorted, which I believe it will be. A company like EA, okay, they've done some crappy things in the past, but it's, you know, on a very minor level. It's not, you know, they're not out trying to annoy our families or that. It's it's on a, okay, they didn't give us this game or they're charging loot boxes. I think as, a, as an organization, they will look at this situation and they will rectify it. And hopefully that, that Madden tournament can come back and, you know, they can be... They can be um, remembered, I suppose. It's just, um, it's just a great thing that, it, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from the situation. It was absolutely horrible, but it's a good thing that it wasn't a shooting game because gaming would have been torn down to shreds. Like, if it wasn't Madden, it would have been blamed on gaming. Oh, gaming makes it this. Gaming makes it aggressive. The, the, shooting games make people do this. Shooting people make do that. Like, they tried to do that even because it was Madden and it just didn't work because it was a football game, not a, not a fight a shooting game. Like. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's a rocky, it's a rocky subject. Um, look, we'll bring it on to something a little bit more lighthearted. But uh, again, thoughts and prayers are with the family of the Jacksonville shooting. Um, Una Ming broke this news last week on the community, and I thought it was actually awesome. Is a secret from Doom Two has been discovered um, for the first time since release. Now I looked into this. Um, secret and basically what it is it's it's a wall with um, some sort of portal on it and the only way to unlock the secret is if you're pushed through the wall by an enemy yeah yeah um and i i i think a lot of this has been lost in game and in, in modern times where these little secrets have been placed there just as a, as fun i mean if anyone watched ready player one it kind of really harped about the easter eggs in games now we do have them but there's just something special about when the lead programmer, it was, uh, was it John Romero was definitely lead designer anyway. Yeah, he, yeah. he was responsible for this secret. And I don't know, I, I just, it makes me smile that secrets like that are still being discovered today. The biggest surprise about all that kind of stuff is like, 
we have the technology to go and look at the maps in these games and go and literally teleport around the boundaries of the game and it yeah. still hasn't been found so like that is magical in this day and age for something like that to be found definitely like hats off to the person who found it and recorded it like it's, uh, or accidentally it's, found it yeah. or accidentally yeah, yeah. Uh, i think someone they, they thought it was a bug or something they got pushed through the wall and they were like oh what's after happening like, it's never happened and yeah lo and behold it was a secret uncovered that was there for for years on upon years it would and, be great if they brought that back into the games these days that you wouldn't like just accidentally fall in on things that that someone put in there would be brilliant unfortunately the internet will never let us have that no <laughs> that's that's it isn't it it's if you want to find easter eggs you got to play stuff in the retro days did you hear about that great easter egg uh this week in uh spider-man oh did the marriage play? thing oh the poor oh man. the poor yeah, 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 heard it. Tell, tell us about it, paddy anyway tell the, tell the yeah. listeners. a lad uh contacted the, the developers in spider-man and asked them on twitter would they put in uh i will you marry me to a woman and basically it came out but he released a video and four weeks ago before release she dumped him and went off with his brother yeah <laughs> <It's> tragic <laughs> that, it's so horrible but so funny but, imagine uh, being that person going hi yeah or, or hi hi whoever it is me again uh can you take that out please yeah but she, no. they, they contacted him and said would you want us to take it out and he said um no i think i'll leave it in and he goes actually i have an idea Will you message me? And what he did was he made it put in the the name of his uh, grandmother that passed away, who bought him his first Spider-Man magazine. So it's a good story in the end. Class. Yeah. First yeah. Uh, Spider-Man comic, sorry, magazine. Ooh, Ooh Maggie, <laughs> oh, magazine. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't say that, Jack. Don't kill me. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, Dos Santos. What the? <laughs> the Santos. That sounds like I'm, someone's from the GTA is coming after me. The Santos. <laughs> so I found it actually funny that nobody mentioned Spider Man in the What We're Playing section. Has nobody played it? Because I'll put my hand up. My son is getting it this Friday. Me and him are basically going to sit down and play I am, it for. I'm getting this Friday as well. The world. Uh, Jack, have you played it? No, I know Una Ming has been playing it a little bit. So anyone that's listening or watching, we're sorry. We know that Spider-Man is blowing up this week, but I have to hold back because my son was yeah. a little bit bold last week and he didn't deserve it, but I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> he means, he, means he, he was bold. Yeah, he yeah. was bold and his wife said no. Exactly. Exactly. He too much games. He had a really good weekend, got a bit too drunk, spent a bit too much money and couldn't afford Spider-Man. <laughs> The kids no, always suffer. <sighs> the poor kids. <laughs> so another bit of news. Steam is 15 years old today. That's really unbelievable. Fano, it's, you dropped that news earlier on. Yeah, I, I thought it was mad. Like, I, Does anyone remember like the, the early days of Steam where you had to go? Like, it, All Steam was at the start was just to redeem keys for games like Half-Life and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was very difficult to use as far as yeah. I remember <laughs> Oh my god, that's what is not responding. What is Steam? Steam I've is never... uh, an online store, um, one of <laughs> the biggest in. <laughs> what, 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 what are you talking I, about? Did you not just say you bought a game off of there? I, yeah, the, I, I'll actually own up that is the first time I've used Steam. I have bought three games off Steam in the last two weeks, and that's the first time I've ever used it. I am not a PC gamer. <laughs> Fano, yeah. How many games do you have in your Steam library? Give me two seconds. Uh, let's just click this. Now, Fano, we want it off your head. We don't want you to have a life story here. 297. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> How many of them is Minecraft? I have uh, 65 games. Minecraft's not on Steam. What kind of good are they? I don't think so. They aren't they? Isn't it is. Minecraft. Um, Isn't it Minecraft. Mohang games? Isn't yeah, it independent? It's yeah, that's independent. It's not on Steam. You can buy it on the Play Store. Minecraft Story Mode seems to be there. Wonder is two people own that. Different people own that. I wonder. Sorry, uh, do like, two people, different people own that. I wonder. Does one own the the story do, and one own the other one? Yeah, I think, I think the rights own are owned by someone else for the story mode. Is Telltale not the story? I was going to say Tell. Yeah. I was Telltale came to mind when it was said, but I I, I don't know. We'll hear about it later anyway. Yeah. Um, yes, it's Telltale Games. I just got it. They're developed and okay. and uh, published by Telltale. Um, 
so the next bit of news is the Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 4 close beta is now live and the internet is actually blown up. I have heard of high-level PUBG fans, Fortnite play players, every sort of Battle Royale player that Call of Duty is it's it's the Paddy next Taylor's getting Paddy Taylor's getting nervous. That's what's uh, happening there. Not, I, think, I knew like we said this like months ago. Like when the big boys are going to get their hands on battle royale, that's when we're going to see what's happening. And it's starting. Yeah. Like and we all knew it was going to come. Like the PUBG and Fortnite are not in these guys' levels. Do you know what I mean? They're gonna the, they're gonna bring it to the next level. The and I can't wait. I'm not looking forward to it is day one. Because oh, you're not going to be able to play it. <laughs> the fucking servers. I swear to God. Call of Duty servers are the worst things ever. When so World War II dropped, it was so bad. Paddy, I remember specifically one weekend of... Well, actually, we started kind of doing the Republic and stuff. I decided to play with you, and the servers were down that entire weekend. So we played Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, ever since they haven't hoped. <laughs> <laughs> Who here is getting the new Call of Duty? I probably will get it, to be honest. I, I like I do like them games. Kush has been uh, trying his damnness to get me to play it. Like so, I'm I might actually purchase. Look at I'm I'm really interested to see what they've done in their battle royale mode and just to see what everyone's talking about. Really, to be honest, like um, they have quad bikes and drones and it looks unbelievable. It could actually, um, you know, evolve Call of Duty to where I would actually like it because i've always preferred battlefield over call of duty but mm -hmm. it was only because of the large scale battles like and now call of duty are doing it with their battle royale mode and it could be a game changer i like, just hope they don't ruin it with like ridiculous weapons and double jumping and, and stuff like that you know stuff that's like in the normal call of duty multiplayer like if they put that kind of stuff in on that no, level yeah but it's black ops it. it's the grounded one isn't it it's treyarch and they usually have a more grounded well, project in, 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 in the last you could fly around in black ops 3 Oh, could yeah, you? Okay. You weren't flying, you were jumping with style. <laughs> <laughs> with boosters <laughs> on your feet. <laughs> with boosters on your feet, that wasn't, that's not flying. Have you ever watched Toy Story? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, like, I think the uh, Battlefield, was that not really, like, was that not a Battle Royale already, just with respawn and, <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? You're all dropped, there's like 60 people on it, you're like, just don't shoot me. <laughs> that's why Battlefield rules. Uh, the best yeah. one of all them, like the, the Battlefield games for me, was when they released re released the Medal of Honor when they redid that. I think that was brilliant. Nice. I uh, I played the Battlefield 5 beta and I was actually very impressed. I wasn't crazy about Battlefield 1. Um, it just, I don't know, it just felt like a lot of the Battlefront game engine bled over. But I think the new one, the shooting mechanics seem a lot smoother or something. It, it just seems to be getting back to to its core which i'm happy with but we'll see on release i'm not going to be buying the two of them so i'm just going to have to see what uh you're what going for battle fancy. you're going for battle yeah yeah i'm still yeah. playing battlefield 4 i still go back to 4 regularly yeah, it's, it's all about bad company too bad company, bad company was so good. definitely it's, uh, it's all about medal of honor let's let's yeah. go back let's go back. Frontline. Really frontline was unbelievable i loved that game <sighs> So we just with the we just the, with the rifle and just that's all you need. Yeah. Who needs the Uzis and all that? Affect that. So talking about <laughs> developers being on the front line. Oh, or oh, Jesus! Ever oh, <laughs> best one ever. Nordic Jack, you THQ. Have that you Nordic THQ are they're they're making some serious serious moves, buying up some IPs. So um, they've got three IPs that I know of, and they seem to be just. Uh, they seem to be just buying them up like no tomorrow. So the first one is Time Splitters. I'm sure everybody here has played Time Splitters and <laughs> loves it. Oh, I fucking love it so much. It's just so good. Like, I mean, when you think of Time Splitters, you nearly put it in the same caliber as Goldeneye, wouldn't you? For me, anyway. Oh, 100%. 100%. It's that fast-paced playing with your mates, getting killed by AIs because they're better than everybody. That kind of thing. <laughs> oh, just, it's, so, it's lacking so much. So what do, you think, game. what do you think, Fano? Are they going to really? Are they going to make Time Splitters just a reboot, or? Oh, do what they want with it. Just make it good. I don't care. <laughs> Paddy, you've never played, it, have you? Nope. Okay. Well, have you ever played Second Sight? 
I have played Second Sight, and that's a great game. So they they bought actually the the rights to make another Second Sight game. That's the second game, and I also played Second Sight and adored it. I thought it was very it was original. Great. Yeah, very original. You had uh, different powers. I think you wake up in a, a mental institute, don't you? And yeah, you have, to, you have to escape from the mental institute, and you you start picking people up and throwing them all around the place. And yeah, I think I remember the case being wasn't it a guy just with with no hair on the front of the case? That's yeah, that's and just in yeah. like a pair of green slacks. And yeah, like the that slacks, was yeah. and the gun like that there. Yeah, I, I'm very looking forward to if they bring that out again or make a second one, second sight, maybe a third sight. Third sight. Why did they buy the IP? They could have just renamed it third sight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you call it future sight for now. Uh, and the, the third one is Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. That actually dropped today, that news. Um, Kingdoms of Amalur was, I think it was released on all platforms. It was uh, an action RPG I have it actually on Steam, and I never tried it out. Have any of you played it? No, is that oh, the one with the, like the knights on the cover things. or something? Yes, yes, it yeah, is the one with the knights on the cover. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played it. I, I think I actually have it as well on Steam, but I haven't played it myself. It's what was it released on? Game. Sorry, what was it released on? It was released. I think first it came on Xbox 360, and then it was uh, so pushed off to all. I think it was. It's definitely Steam and Xbox anyway. I'm not Probably sure if it's on PlayStation. Well. It's definitely gone under my radar, and I don't even think I've heard of it before. Yeah, it was. Uh, so that's after being bought up. But the funny thing about that is, um, EA actually owned the publishing rights. So for THQ to actually make a game and publish it, they have to ask EA. And so, like there was been a there was a big mess up today where they didn't ask for those rights. So they're not a hundred percent sure whether they're going to be able to go and develop it, even though they went and purchased the IP. So. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's aspects from the game and story and lore they want to use. Yeah, possibly. Either, yeah. EA, um, don't, see, don't be following the rules anyway. Did you hear about the... Uh, oh, segue. Oh! Segway. Segway. <laughs> They're over in Belgium. They've refused to abide by the Belgian laws and releasing FIFA 19 with their packs, with their... Uh, you know the ultimate team packs. Oh, the loot boxes. The loot, well, yeah, loot pop. It's basically they changed the laws over there, and it's basically against the law to bring them out. But EA are holding down, and they're bringing the game out anyway. So, uh, so they're about to get sued, basically. Oh, yeah. Again, that's, again, yeah. again. That's two suings for EA, and one rough week for EA. Like, uh, I think they'd actually cop on with the whole Europe scambling laws. But they're they're holding back, they're holding down and saying it's not gambling. Like, and they're the 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 CEO or and everything has come out and said, look, it's not gambling. This is not the way our games are supposed to be. People uh, get a certain amount for every time. They can't. They can't. Yeah. Uh, they don't get real cash. That's not you know. That's not gambling. I was like, well, I it is gambling. It's you don't not know real gambling. I it's totally not real agree. gambling. But I don't, I don't agree because you don't know what you're getting. I know. So you keep, put, you keep putting money in to get, you keep gambling to get the best team. Oh, I need the best team. You keep putting the money in. Yes, but it's not strictly gambling. It's you give money and you get something back. With gambling, you could double, you could triple, you could lose everything. It doesn't work the same as that. It doesn't work the same as the strict gambling rules. It's you give money and you get something back. You don't know what it is, but it's it's literally like, a lucky dip you're always going to get something back so i actually also, think that ea actually have a case here that they can fight against also you can you can play the game to earn coins to buy the packs as well money is an option it's not it's not a you know it's not a necessity i know yeah. but like, if you're putting this thing in front of like young children and stuff like that where they can put their money in and they might get this to go off oh, i go again i might get this person if i go again i might get this person do you know what i mean that's where it comes down to have you oh. ever got a lucky bag when you were younger no yeah, of course it. Well, that's exactly the same thing. It's you're buying something, you don't know what's in it, but you're getting something, and you're hoping that it's going to be something awesome. It's the same I thing. I know, but it's not attached to a credit card. I know, but <laughs> the credit card is a parenting issue. It's nothing to do with a kid. Like yeah. if a kid has access to a credit card, well, then bad parenting, if you ask me. Yeah, well, I suppose, but I, I, I suppose we'll agree to disagree. I yeah. think it's gambling. Right? Totally. What do you think, Jack? I have to agree with Paddy not in this because I know a couple of people. Who <laughs> never agree with Paddy. We love we love FIFA. 
before before this all started, I said about the Pokemon. Pokemon took out the game corner in their games because of European gambling laws. They don't allow you to do the slots or anything like that like they did in older Pokemon games. That's completely gone from new ones. But I also know a couple of people who dumped nearly 200 quid straight into FIFA besides buying the game day one just because they wanted that ultimate team. You know what I mean? I, I know. I was talking to a couple of people not, on chat. Not the guys that play League of Legends or Dota, they put thousands into just getting a costume. <clears throat> oh, I know that. But it's the same. Uh, Again, Fortnite. that could be... Or Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. Fortnite is another exact... Like, that's, PUBG is another one. You know what you're getting. The point is you know what you're getting. Do you know what? Fortnite, you know what you're buying. With the with the packs, you don't know what you're buying. You get a certain player, you get oh. this player, you get that player. The thing is, it's 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 covered up. They want to change it that you will know what you're buying. Like I do agree that there is definitely a middle ground there, and and there is, like for me, there's no right and wrong. Like there's definitely a discussion on both sides, but I do think EA have a case that if they do want to throw forward, like we were like we were talking about, like to be fair, like they're not going to beat the government. <laughs> It's a, it's a whole country. <laughs> so you know, they're going to turn around. The government's going to beat them. But if they don't want that in their country, they're not going to have it in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair that's enough. Fair. Um, uh, some big news dropped for me and Fano. Um, Sekiro <laughs> Shadows Die Twice gets a new trailer from Tokyo Games Week. Um, now there was a couple of other bits that dropped from Tokyo Games Week, but that one was the most awesome. That was um, the only one. Don't watch <laughs> anything else. Fano, what do you think? What what are we what are we getting into here? <laughs> oh, we got a look at the fighting styles and how everything works and how fighting someone works and you have to be patient and everything. It just looks so good. I can't wait. Doesn't it look like an evolution of that style? Like it, it looks like a Dark Souls game, but it, it looks like it's a step ahead of what we've got before before. The, the combat and stuff, like everything about it is it's so realistic to the point that like when you're fighting somebody, you have to watch what they're doing, and if you don't counter them properly, they get an upper hand on you, and if you counter them properly, you have the upper hand on them, and you have to work to get that kill shot. Like It's it's not like a thing yeah. you go in, you start swinging stuff, you put up a shield, you counter them, and, and then you have like a you get like a sinister strike on the right like that. This is a thing of you have to pay attention all the time, or this guy's going to like annihilate you. You have the another thing that I noticed that is a total uh, stretch away from any Dark Souls or Bloodborne is the grappling hook. I mean, uh-huh. the verticality is after being just open wide, like split wide open, and you're going to be able to get on top of your enemies, jump down, obviously do like a a kill streak or a kill leap, um, and that's something that we've never really had in any Souls game previous. So I'm really looking forward to this. I think we need with. Dark Souls and Bloodborne, we all know that style of game, but for them to throw something totally different into the mix, um, and this game has been published by Activision, and we can go into we can go into the reason why that again, but um, I think it's a great move, and they are bringing this, and it looks it looks brilliant. It's after you know slashing every other game that I'm looking forward to. I want I want this. I want Shadows Die Twice. I, I think with the grappling hook, it adds new level of stuff where they can hide Easter eggs and stuff like, stuff like that as well. So people are never going to find everything yes. straight off. I think it adds a new level of ex- exploration to a game that we haven't seen in a while, especially from them. Like everything, anything to do with the Dark Souls or anything like that, it was kind of by chance you came across it or you hit a wall and it disappeared. This yeah. kind of says, you go and find it. It's out there. Ooh, Dark Souls. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it as well. I haven't seen the new trailer. Like, yeah, that's like I'm here sideways. It's a Ronan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just top teasers and whatever that's. Jack, uh, Jack, you need to go and check out that trailer. It dropped. It dropped during the week, and it's um, the first trailer was good. It gave you a little snippet, yeah. but this shows you bosses. It shows you fighting style weapons. It really gives you an overview of what we're getting into here, and I am very excited for this. I'm always excited about a da- uh, from software game, but this is—it's the next step. It's the level that we need to go to after Bloodborne, if you ask me. So, what was uh, Shadows Die once like? <laughs> that is a past your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to get in on the conversation here. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I really to, go, to get in the conversation you need to go and clear demon souls dark souls dark souls 2 dark souls 3 no no, 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 no just just finish demon souls and i'll be okay with that 
Well, you never you never will finish it. Because <laughs> if that's the one you're going to start with, it's not going to happen. Blue, boo. Yeah, I with Demon Souls. It wasn't, well, it wasn't pleasant. Demon Souls is difficult. Very. It's I think just, I made it past the first boss and gave up. It's a completely different pace of playing that kind of game. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a, it's a tough game. It's the toughest out of all of them, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> the boss runs are horrendously long. Okay, I'll play it. I'll finish it. No bother. Yeah, stream yeah. it, Paddy. I wanna. I'll be on, I'll be on for next week. I'll be. I'll tell you about. It. I'll tell yeah. you how to finish it in a week. I want you to platinum it. Actually, there's one for you, Jack. I want you to platinum Demon Souls. <laughs> we will never see right. him again. <laughs> no, I'll do it. I'll do it after Digimon. Once I get Digimon done, I'll go. Start, get Digimon sounds Digimon. harder than them games. <laughs> Digimon sounds really hard. But the funny thing is. I have a wager for this now. Mentally, mentally. Put your money where your mouth is, Toner. Guys, we're going to have to move on. So we have a new section. It's just going to be a quick one this week because we're we're stretching the time a little bit. We might go over, um, but look, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep going. The topic is this day in gaming. Um, Fano, you have the facts. So exactly what awesome stuff happened today in the world of gaming? On this well, there's a couple of things we, we talked about steam earlier on but 20 years ago today just to make you feel old the special edition of pokemon yellow was released in japan oh nice that's pokemon a yellow. pokemon yellow was very good so it, it, this day 20 years ago you had the choice to take pikachu on you and then go find the other three instead of saying to your mate here can you pick up that one trade it to me and then start the game again and then pick up the other one trade it to me so i won't have all three of them this is the one where you got to go out and actually get them and do the kind of story stuff for them. And I, um, yeah, I feel like your friend is sitting beside you with the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, there was like, are you like the new Pokemon mascot of the show? <laughs> you can't take Jack's position. He is the Pokemon Go man. <laughs> Jack, how do you feel? Jack loves Pokemon Yellow. Jack, I don't even know if you're old enough to play Pokemon Yellow. Jack Jack froze, but it's like he's so <laughs> happy to have frozen. Yeah, yeah, just like, leave Jack there frozen <laughs> happiness. <laughs> oh he's moved, he moved. No, Jack is back again. No, but I, I bloody loved Pokemon Red. I actually started with Red. I never even spoken. I, 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 I never had a copy of Yellow. <laughs> you never had a copy of Yellow, Jack. Go out and get a copy of Yellow. I Blue, have a copy I... of Yellow now. When I was younger, I started off with red, then I jumped to gold, then crystal, and then from there, I never actually got to play a copy of red until I was what sixteen. You jumped to gold when I was when I was that age. I, what you mean? I jumped when I was gold. a young lad. <laughs> there was no options, Jack. It was Mario or Pokemon. That's all you had. <laughs> no, I had that Pokemon and Crash Bandicoot. Thank you very much. Speaking oh, of, on on the Crash topic Bandicoot. of Pokemon. Uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out on the DS in Japan this day, nine years ago. Oh, so we had so two Pokemon a... releases oh, wow. on the same day. Can I ask you a question, Fano? Is this a Japanese website? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need a translator? <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, another one is 12 years ago today, Ruler Rose came out on the PS2, that really rare game that Jack has a copy of. Yeah, it's nice. really, really weird. And I'll stream it one day. Is that is that in French? That that game? No, it, well, the game's booklet and everything is French, but the game itself is in English. All the copies of the game that were released are in English. It's just the cases that are in different languages. Yeah, I was thinking it was yeah. something to do with the French thing. All right, it's a it's a very popular game. It's very sought after. Yeah, because it's so rare. It's very rare. That's why. But, uh, yeah. Another very underrated game came out this day a while ago, and that was Heavenly Sword. Oh, brilliant. Is that Ninja Theory that did that yes. game? It was. So they and were bought it, it, over by Xbox, maybe. weren't they? I'm not 100% sure, but I just know that Heavenly Sword was just... There was yeah, a Ninja Theory, the last game it. was Hellblade. Was it Hellblade? Oh, no. Uh, Senua's Sacrifice. What was that game? That's, yeah. Yeah, so... The... Was... Sorry. Go on. No, no. No, go on, Jack. No, I was yeah, just going to say, that's the Nordic-style one that they released last year, I think it was. Hellblade? Yeah. yeah, yeah Hellblade. Hellblade. Sacrifice. Sacrifice, yeah. Awesome. Um, what else? Uh, well, if you want more games, I'll give you more games. Let's do yeah, this. Keep going. So, we had Dance Dance Revolution X, 
I mean, that's Unaming's favorite here. And that was 10 years ago today. Um, other than that, does anyone remember Adventure Island on the NES? Uh, I think I've played it. It's it's really, really terrible, but it's 32 years old today. A little bit older than Paddy. It is a little bit older than me. You are right. Today is my birthday. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> In other gaming right. news, it's my birthday. <laughs> They send me money. <laughs> send me free games. <laughs> Always send me free games. Um, Fortnite skins. <laughs> Anything else, Fano? There's nothing really. Like you know the Professor Layton games. They kind of came. Well, one of them came out today. There's nothing really else. Like um. Oh, yeah. Okay. Other than that, like, well, Pez Pez 2018 came out today. If, if, if that's any good. <laughs> nice. Um, I no, I'm that's that's a good topic. I think because each obviously each show we can we can have a look and see is it going to be worth doing. I mean, if it's just one crappy game that came out like twenty years <laughs> ago, we, we might skip year. that topic. <laughs> I don't think Forza <laughs> Two or some something awful like that. Forza Part Two. <laughs> this day last year, FIFA eighteen came out. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for letting us know. <laughs> so. Uh, so we'll have that as our topic of the week this week. We, we're going to do something a little bit different, but we're a little bit stretched for time. So we're going to bring in our community moderator, Una Ming, um, and we're going to go through community questions, if she has any, and see what way the, the community is rocking. Hello, Hello. Una. Do you like my new outfit? Oh, look at this, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man um, dressing gown. Spider-person. 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 That's me. <laughs> Dad, because you're the only one here that's played Spider-Man. I can't. I actually can't say anything. But I will. I'll just say that it's a fantastic game. The swing, swinging mechanics take a bit of to get used to, but it's actually really, really good. Once you get into, it, you're like, yes, I have Spider-Man. Next <laughs> week, next week we're all just going to be gloating about it because I'm getting a Friday. So nice. Yeah, I hold back. Is the mechanics the same as uh, the Batman games? I have no idea. What do, in terms of what? The Arkham Knight games. Um, I don't know. Does they actually like once you get the first section of the game, you are thrown into everything. So I so I take it like first. the Spidey sense comes up when it um, and then you hit what triangle to counter it, and then you combo Spidey mm -hmm. sense comes up, you counter Not it. Is it quite, of, your no? Spidey sense is used for dodging, actually, mostly. Okay, dodge. Okay, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's the main thing that it's used for, and then you can dodge away and have the time of your life and swing and kill people not kill people sorry you don't kill anyone <laughs> you don't kill anyone you're a psycho you're spider-man you're spider-man you wouldn't kill anyone but they, they, did, they said they batman didn't kill anyone but he killed people in that last film and i was upset yeah that's because the last movie that batman was in was absolute garbage water are we gonna bring 300 up again yes we are <laughs> <laughs> okay, how is the community going before me and Paddy have uh, fisticuffs <laughs> over 300? <laughs> the community here, they're chatting away. Um, a few comments here and there. Uh, we're going back all the way to Scum because that was, uh, they were very interested in that. Um, people talking about Scum, they would like to point out that you can also poop on people. Oh, I totally forgot about that aspect. And it's probably the best aspect of the game. <laughs> You uh, can poop yeah. on people. Why would they put that in a game? There's a because there's a really, and I mean a super detailed metabolis metabolism system that if you eat steak, you gain protein. If you eat fruit, you gain energy. It's really detailed. I mean, I'll screenshot the thing to you, and it's just like numbers so and stuff. Why would, I, why would I plan out a game that much that like I'd have to be really healthy when I'm not even healthy in my own life or how I, or how I plan that? Yeah, you know, but the way it's, the way it's done can, can, is... Can you, you go out actually, on the piss? You don't actually have to concentrate on it too much, but if you're if you're really into that type of thing, it's there. And I'm I'm very interested in it, and it does work very well. And you do have to pee and poo. <laughs> I, I, I found a steak, so it's time to go spend four hours in the gym. Uh, what was that game that we were playing that you got me to buy and I didn't like it? Where it was the same thing, it was a survival Basically game. The same thing that was Conan Exiles. Oh Conan yeah. And Exiles, oh, yeah. yeah. Where you gathered a load of stuff and then you starved to death, or you ate something wrong and then you died, and then you had to respawn and start yeah, again. Paddy, Paddy never learned how to cook or the inventory for that game. I reckon <laughs> it's similar to that Corn and Exiles. It's just obviously in a different time frame, but um, yeah. the survival aspect is is probably very similar. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked when you were explaying that before, Fan. And it sounded like something that would be right up my alley, actually. 
If, if, if you're into that kind of that kind of scene or that setting, it's it's really cool because it has a lot of like lore and stuff that goes with it. Daddy. Me and Fano played it for like one weekend, and then I was like, no, <laughs> back to Fortnite. <laughs> but that's how everything goes with you. <laughs> you hear Patty just going, nah, I'm not really digging this game. Uh, there's no people off. Like, I hope you don't get hooked. <laughs> oh, there's no V bucks. Classic Patty. No skins. Where are the skins? Una Ming, anything sorry. else in the community? More, sorry, more on poop, I'm afraid, as well. Sorry. Uh, Pain Train Gaming said in Scum he also pooped an apple, and Kevin O'Connell says he craps on every kill. So there you go. Nice. Uh, you can tell Pain Train that, um, actually, you can tell, I can tell him, but I watched that video and it's absolutely hilarious. And your laughter just, <laughs> I nearly fell off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love when the top topic classic. of the game is pooping on people. <laughs> it's just like it's scum, you can shit on people. It's brilliant. Because <laughs> Pantrain was like, oh yeah, I'm taking another shit. And then he looked down and was like, did I just poop an apple? Full <laughs> 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 apple on the ground. <laughs> oh, I want this game so much. Um, I mean, uh, sorry, hopping on to the topic of, of Switch and everything. Um, away from poo. Uh, away from poo, I'm afraid. That's all the, the poo chat we've got for tonight. <laughs> um, Ratuf says um, they need a main Pokemon series. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee don't count. That's what he wants. Yeah. I, I can agree with that, but there are going to be nice, nice, nice special edition switches that go with it that I kind of want. They are nice. Yeah. Plus, I think this is going to be the start of the whole Pikachu craze on Switch. I think we're going to get more pikachu games that aren't going to be this let's go whatever it's called yeah, yeah detective pikachu and all that stuff's going to come back yeah it's going yeah, to be sure. that, the, that movie's coming out next year or the year after i think wasn't it just detective pikachu movie yeah oh yes 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 wouldn't it just kill if they made like a legend of zelda pokemon game like an open world that would just kill no oh, yeah, all right Oh, I, I thought you meant Legend yeah. of Zelda with Pokemon. I was like, I, I don't yeah. know. No, I mean like an open world Pokemon game. Like, like, yeah. like, like Link game versus Charizard. <laughs> I'm into this. I'm into this. I can see it running now. Smash Bros. And, then we, and then we set it in a battle royale scene so Paddy will play it. Amazing. I don't think, like, they've changed it now where you have to feed the Pokemon cherries and all that stuff to capture them. They're not like fight them anymore i don't like I, if you're doing an open world setting i think you'd have to be able to like battle them again i don't really well, like could, the way they change you have it. A, like maybe mmo where you come across different trainers and then you fight each other's pokemon yeah but that's what they're doing but i'm saying it's still like like the yellow and blue and all that what i played was great to go out in the wild and capture the pokemon and battle them where yeah. you can't do that anymore i think if they were to set in an mmo setting they'd set it as uh, sorry don't be too here as a, a hunter would be in world of warcraft where you'd have to kind of weaken an animal and then tame it yeah, yeah. same as like the older games like but um i think that they, it wouldn't be impossible for them to do it either that would be no. really cool sweet and uh, then that. moving on to uh call of duty uh, aaron says that call of duty isn't a proper game without story mode yeah, yeah aaron should leave the podcast so what I, like I, I would enjoy the the storyline and all the storylines and all them games. So like that's why I World War Two. I feel like they're really short these days, but like it's enjoyable to play them and not have to jump in with lads that are like five yeah. times better than you. It's like watching a <laughs> action movie. It's just leave your brain at the door, yeah. you know, and enjoy yeah, a, an action movie. World War Two one wasn't bad, like for the for the story mode. Like I enjoyed it. Like going like through. The yeah, I enjoyed it. The last one I played yeah. was Advanced Warfare, and I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. It is. It's bad that they got rid of them, but that's the way game is going, I suppose. For that, for that more type money of game, for their battle, battle royale mode. Yeah, that's it. Unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, then finally we have just simply just on Spider Man, and just to comment on it, um, his name is Anon. That's that's how he's coming up as. But he said that he played the hell of a hell out of it and didn't sleep for two days. <laughs> so his name is what? Anon. Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous. No, no, no. Oh, I think it's said Anim, as in like name in Irish. No, 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 no. Anim. <laughs> so you can look forward to that, guys, when when you finally get around to playing it. It's going to be amazing. My son probably will be able to sleep. <laughs> you yeah, have to stay yeah. up just another hour. Come on, Nate. We can do this. High school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We have to watch the movie. The... <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play them all. 
<laughs> just watch every Spider-Man movie ever. Except for yeah. three. We do not speak of three. Oh, yes, except for three. Two is pretty good. Two holds up very well. Two is fantastic. Um, I actually like the new Spider-Man's better than I like the oh, one. Oh, yeah, Homecoming is phenomenal. Like, oh, it's it's top class. And yeah. Tom Holland as Spider-Man, there's no beating that guy. He's not doing it anymore, isn't he? What? He's well, not. Yeah, he's not. Oh, 100% he is. Oh, Paddy's trolling. That's no, the news I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I don't think it is. You're probably going to say Toby Maguire's got re-signed or something. Derek, come on, that'd be silly. He's a bit old. Tom <laughs> Holland has signed up for the next 15 Spider-Man movies. He's going to be like this... in his 40s, still doing it. He's <laughs> like 16 years of age. Like he's going to be just—he's he is Spider-Man for the rest of our lifetime. He could be. I'd hate to drop his. They can pretty, do some pretty cool storylines with that. Uh, Actually, speaking of uh, Spider-Man, one more thing. Um, the guy who plays Spider-Man in the game is—he's really, really good. I think he's nice. really good. Nice. So. You don't have his name, do you? Una? Yeah, Yuri Lowenthal. He's a pretty good voice actor who's in the fair. He's in Persona Four, actually. Oh, uh, nice. I was going to recognize the voice. He's uh, Yosuke. Oh, class. Nice. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. So, so Fano has that voice when I heard it. Fano has some massive news on what the Republic of Players is up to. <laughs> I have some massive news. Me. Right here. Let's go, Fano. So, the Republic of Players, people you're watching right now, all five of us, are going to be in one place at the one time, streaming for 24 hours. Can you believe it? Yay! Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man! Nah, so, basically, <laughs> we're not playing Spider-Man. Spoilers. Boo! <laughs> 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 not coming. <laughs> Paddy's not allowed to play Fortnite. He won't last 24 hours, believe me. <laughs> now, basically, what we're doing is we're all meeting up in a hotel. We're going to stream for 24 hours. We're going to do some funny stuff. We're going to uh, mess around, have some forfeits, have some everything. We're going to be taking donations. They're all going towards my niece, Katie. If you haven't heard about this yet, there'll be there's be, there's links on the Facebook page. There's links on their Twitter. It's everywhere. If you just like this campaign has been going on for over a month, we've already raised over two and a half grand. But this is just a final bit for us to kind of say thank you to everybody and give back. We've got tons of prizes. We've got some amazing things from some amazing companies. Um, we're getting oh, this will all be announced on the page over the coming weeks. Who we've got, what we're getting, what's going out, and how we're getting, how we're going to put it out. We'll be taking donations on the day. Uh, if we hit certain goals, we'll be doing certain things. One of the things is someone might be doing the Pokemon rap. <laughs> Unaming, Unaming is brilliant at that. Oh, yeah, she's quite guys. good at it, in all honesty. You guys are awesome. And uh, what's, what's Jack dancing to again? Was it the. What's that? Da 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 Jack will be doing Baby Shark. But another one for Jack, if we can hit a goal, is we're going to take him to Token to do the food challenge and we're going to film it and make a documentary out of it. And this time and, I will finish it. <laughs> and, and then we're leaving Jack somewhere in Dublin. Yeah, yeah we're just going to leave him in a ditch somewhere <laughs> and bring an ambulance and leave him there. But, but no, we're raising money. We're going to play some games. We hope everyone can tune in, get involved, say hello. Just spend some time with us, 24 hours. And somewhere in the middle of the night, we're going to be doing VR Resident Evil 7. And that's going to scare yeah. the shit out of me. I'm that's just going to be asleep for that. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, no, you're not. You're, you're, you're first on. I mean, you're first on. Yeah, you, you oh. yeah. slotted you in. Yeah. You know what they say, first. So we'll all be there. We're all going to have great crack. It's raising money for a good cause. Hope everyone can stop in and say hello. Um, that's it, really, for this week. Deadly. So if uh, if that's it, Fano, we'll do our shout outs and get out of here. Una well, don't, you... don't forget to thank the all cast for their stream uh, last week. I was going to do that at the end, Paddy, but I thought Fano was the So in here now. Hold on now. Una Ming, if you want to shout out where people can grab you. Um, yes, just composing myself. Go for <laughs> you can it. Find me over on Twitch at Unitex, Y U N I T E X. Lovely. Paddy Toner. I like Where to thank all the cast Irish gamers for <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, in all fairness, all cast did a, they, did, they did a fantastic job. They did, they did their three days. Well, they did two and a half. They owe me half a day. Uh, but they raised over a thousand euro, which was incredible. 
Yeah, um, I'll, be, I'll be getting on to them over that half day. Uh, <laughs> Rod, I over a thousand euros. It was absolutely incredible. Thank you to, to, to Minion and Petso and Raj and everyone else who stopped by. Um, that was an incredible weekend. And I hope everybody else enjoyed it too. Yeah, you can catch me at uh, Paddy the Pagan on Twitter, and uh, the Republic of Players have now set up a new Twitch channel that you can drop in on. That's where we'll be streaming out of on the day to raise them funds. So drop in, and thanks for stopping in on our lovely podcast, Jack. You can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Waxkills, and on Twitch when I finally get back to streaming at the Platinum Jack. Deadly. Um, I just want to say I'm personally I'm actually blown away by the support that we've gotten for Fano's niece. Um, I think it's just it's crazy that um, a small group like us can create a community as big and as amazing as the Republic of Players. And it's only going to be getting bigger. We are looking forward to doing the stream. We're going to have some serious fun where we might even do a podcast during the stream. Um, thanks again to the All Cast Irish Gamers. I was on a lot of the time um, during that stream, and those guys are very entertaining. And again, yeah, thanks a million. Um, so this has been the Republic of Players podcast, episode 13. I'm your host, Rona Fox, and we are out. <laughs>